And we are live. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Gymnasium Tailgate. As always, I am your host, XFL Jim. I sometimes call myself with the host with the most, but I'm actually the host with the least amount of hair on this podcast right now. I'm joined by my illustrious co-host, the Gulf Coast guru himself, Magic Mike. How you doing, buddy? Yes, it is me. It is me, the GCG. What is up, my man? You look splendid without the hair. I'm going to give you the credit. You look you look natural. I'm, I mean, I heard it's a part of the Gymiverse. I've got a deep dive into the Gymiverse to, to fully get on board with what's happening. But as far as just looks, I, I, give, it, I give it an A. I give it an A, my friend. I appreciate that, man. I pre- so the gym, I'm uh, I'm posting a video to Twitter probably tomorrow uh, as part of the mid year update. I do kind of a a basic overview of what the whole Gymiverse is, what the Rampage Tour is. This is a part of that. This is this is the behind the scenes stuff that won't be like widely known probably for a while. I mean, you got to keep the people on their edge of the seats. All all great writers do it. So you're right. You're right there. <laughs> Let's. Fucking go. And speaking on the edge of the seat, what are we covering today? We're covering the Pac-12, the second P5 conference. We're working our way through. We'll pro- I think we'll be done by the end of this week. I think that's uh, that's the goal. Yeah, man. Let's let's just grind it out and give the people what they want. Us, like every fucking day, in all our glory, giving you football. The other co-host of the great podcast, The Gymnasium. Make sure to check that out, folks. Just The Gymnasium regular. A man, Chase. Jim's haircut, too. Electric Boogaloo. Wait till the next part comes. It's gonna be. It's gonna be even more shocking. It's it's great to see Chase back up up upright and active in the world again. I'm I'm excited. The world, my world, is brighter with Chase in it. I'm just gonna yes, say that. Yes, sir. <laughs> Let's get to the Pac-12. Jump right into it. Starting with the worst team in the Pac-12, Arizona, with an over/under win total of two and a half. Yeah, man, it keeps getting darker and darker in the days of the Arizona Wildcats. Thank you very much, Kevin Sumlin, for what you've left. Um, I mean, you know, just getting down to it, they bring in Jed Fish as year one as head coach. They have five starters back on the 118th scoring offense from last year, seven starters back on the 120th scoring defense from last year. They were 116th total. So, man, there it is laid out for you. <laughs> it's, it's a rough year, and I don't see it getting really any better they start the season off with BYU at a neutral site in Vegas. Yeah, I got that as a loss at the Death Star. Yeah, that's a loss for me as well. I think BYU's like I don't think BYU is going to be that great, but no, they're they're just really in a better, better better spot at the moment, you know. Exactly. After that, they get San Diego State at least at home. I'm still giving them a loss. I'm still giving them a loss there too. Their first win. Comes to the next game, Northern Arizona. Yes, sir. That's the Lumberjacks, right? I think they're the Lumberjacks, yeah. I think they are as well. I, I am going with a win there. Giving them a win there. Then they get to play at Oregon before the bye week. That's a rough one. Yeah, easy loss there. Easy loss to the Ducks for me as well. Bye week. Coming out of the bye week, they get UCLA at home. But No. You guys will see this for me. I am very high on a UCLA this year. I'm I'm lockstep with you, buddy. At Colorado after that one. Another loss. I know Colorado's supposed to be a little bit weaker this year, but that's the common 
that's the common thought process. And and my record, I, I didn't have them grayed out as well on the record, but I honestly think they're still going to be pretty good this year. I, I don't I know. They just kind of have a tough schedule. They do. They have a real tough schedule. So I have them losing to Colorado. Obviously, I'm going to have them losing to both Washington and USC as well. Same here. Then they get Cal and Utah at home. Yeah, two more losses. Two more losses for me. And then a back-to-back away games to end the season at Washington State and at Arizona State. Two more losses, man. Jesus, I got them winning one game, and that's – Yeah, that's, we are This is an easy step. under. We are locked up, dude. I agree. It's an easy under. I mean, Fish, Fish was an unpopular hire. He's not – he was like a tennis player – before becoming a football coach, um, he tried to do some crazy stuff. Like he brought in like a bunch of Arizona legends on the staff, Chuck Cecil, Ricky Hunley, uh, Teddy Bruschi. He brought uh, Gronk in to coach the spring game. He's got yeah. Brennan Carroll, uh, Pete Carroll's kid in as his OC, Don Brown as his DC. So he's, he's got tried, some good pieces around him. Yeah. He tried to make this as exciting as he can, but I won't, think it would translate to anything more than the one win and then maybe like a surprise win somewhere in there but it's it's an under it's an under for real a little bit of a taste of something to wet your whistle chase right here with a ucla starts oh and one take (laughs) you know i could get on board i think ucla gets the hawaii win but i think that game's going to be really close i'm really high on the hawaii plus 17 as it is right now I am as well. Moving right along, we have Stanford with a win total set at four wins. I'm just going to blindly say I'm on the under, but I don't know. You should never really fade Stanford that much, I like historically. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really hard to wrap my mind around it. I, I'm seeing a lot of people calling them kind of a sleeper and, and that they could come up, but Vegas isn't supporting that. I don't, I don't see them. that. I don't see it either. I don't see it on the roster at all. They have no stars standing out. They should be okay running the ball. Last year, they were 112th on defense against the run. That's going to have to improve. <laughs> yeah, you need a good – so when I think Stanford, I think three things. I think running back, I think uh, offensive and defensive line, and I think um, like a you need like a good quarterback. You either yeah. you either need like a transcendent running back or quarterback to be like great. I'm 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 also with Chase here on this one. It's like, is there a McCaffrey there? No. If there's like if they don't have a McCaffrey, they don't have an Andrew Luck, they don't have a Jordan Love, then they're not going to be a fantastic team. Yeah, I, I agree that there's nothing standing on, on paper on this team that makes you say like this. It's that I don't know. I, I think I was still even a little generous with the schedule just because it's so programmed into my mind, but. I think yeah. you always hear about like, oh, the new Stanford. I think Cal is the new Stanford. And so we'll I'm thinking the same thing. I, I'm thinking the exact same thing. When we get to Cal, I'll, I'll mention that. So they yeah. start the season. It's a neutral site game against Kansas State at Jerry's World. I think that favors Kansas State, honestly. Yeah, it's down there. I, I, I got uh, I got K-State taking the win there. I got K-State with the win as well. They travel to Texas pretty well. Uh, then a nice little back-to-back slate of at USC and at Vanderbilt. <laughs> Man, I, I got the loss at USC fairly easily. I really, really, really wanted to give them a win against Vanderbilt, but that's such a far travel on the second leg of a back-to-back. I went loss. 
I'm gonna give him the win at Vanderbilt. I'm gonna Fair give him the win. I just I'm Vanderbilt. Just the fact that it's a complete rebuild. I'm gonna just say like scorched earth, and they're gonna completely <laughs> build the ground up. Yeah, I couldn't think of a weirder matchup, man. What a weird matchup. That is a weird. One. Well, I, so I'm. I have an opinion that I think all these like smart people schools should just play each other, like Northwestern, Duke, uh, Stanford, uh, and like Cal. All these schools should just play each other. Yeah, definitely. That would be that would be extremely interesting to see who comes out on top of that. Yeah, I would love to see that. Chase with there, he's with you on the Commodores there. Get the Vanderbilt win after going to Vanderbilt. They get UCLA and Oregon at home. I got two losses. I got two losses as well. Then another back-to-back away slate at Arizona State and at Washington State. Uh, so I had them losing to Arizona State, but I, I did have them squeaking out that win against Washington State there. I uh, I don't know. I just like the spot for Stanford. I think they got to beat somebody in Washington State. Just seems like one of the ones they can beat. So I, I think they get one of these ones. I don't know which one in particular, but I think they get one. I'll probably lean Arizona State just because it's the first one. Um, yeah. But they get one of them for sure, in my opinion. Then they get the bye week. After that, it's Washington and Utah both at home. That's tough. Yeah. yeah. At home at least, but geez. And Washington's on the second leg of a back-to-back, and Washington has Oregon next week on deck after the Stanford game. Hmm. I actually gave him the win against Washington, and I had him go ahead and beat Utah at home. That's wild. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna give him a loss for both of those ones. I think Washington is gonna have a breakout year this year. After that, they play at Oregon State, Cal, and Notre Dame to end the season. I have them losing to Oregon State, beating Cal, and losing to Notre Dame. Yeah, it does seem that they always seem. Uh, they always seem to beat Cal. I have, I'm not having them. I don't know if they'll be, if they lose to Oregon State, they'll beat Cal. If they beat Oregon State, they'll lose to Cal. That's how I'm going to go with that. And they're going to lose to Notre Dame. I can completely see that. So I got them four and eight, and that's being extremely that's being very generous. generous. <laughs> extremely generous. Yeah, it was more out of respect for David Shaw and Stanford. I, this is an under, man. This is an easy under for me. I'm at I'm at three wins here, and that's. I don't know if they can win against Arizona State, Cal, or Vanderbilt, if I'm being honest. <laughs> no, all of those teams are are much, much, much better as a roster than they are. So, yeah, that's an under. Chugging right along. Oregon State with a win total set at four and a half. Blindly, I'm going to say uh, over just because I'm super high on this Oregon State team, if only offensively. Yeah, I mean, Jonathan Smith is really trying to get this thing back on track, and it just doesn't always show in sense of in, in the sense of like their record reflecting it. They're they're just they were such a cupcake. I mean, you know, group of five teams were coming in to Corvallis and just beating the hell out of them. So the mm-hmm. fact that they're as competitive as they are in the Pac-12 from a game to game standpoint is so impressive. I just hope they could do it record wise, but it's it's a uh, it's a tough one. It's not it's not an easy schedule. They start the season off by going to Purdue. Yeah, two pretty similar teams with everything going on. I, know. I got I a loss. The home team. Yeah, I got to favor the home team in that one. Give me Purdue. Yep. Then they get Hawaii and Idaho uh, at home. Yeah, I like that for two wins. I like that for two wins. I think 
they they match up like perfectly against Hawaii. They're both offensive great teams, and I think Oregon State probably has the better defense. Yeah, Hawaii caught them in Corvallis a few years ago too. They mm-hmm. beat them when they were that cupcake. So that I was expect- a good Hawaii team too. Yes, I expect the Beavers to be pretty wet with anticipation for that one and uh, take them down. So mm-hmm. after that little stretch, they get at USC. Uh, yeah, loss. That's an L. Then Washington and at Washington State before the bye week. Two more L's. Two more L's for me, too. After the bye week, they get Utah at home. I oh, got like another that. loss. That's a loss. Then at Cal and at Colorado. Yeah, two more losses for me with that second leg of the back-to-back. Yeah, if Colorado would have been, would have been the first leg in that one, maybe. But it's, being the second one, that's rough. Agreed. Stanford, Arizona State, both at home and at Oregon to finish the season for Oregon State. I haven't beaten Stanford and then taken L's on the last two games. I'll give them, since I didn't know which game Stanford was going to win, I'll give them the win against Stanford. I have them L's the last two as well. That's a rough rough season. This is hard. Yeah, I know. I really wanted it to be better. I got them three and nine. Yeah, I have them three and nine as well. You could maybe – I could see four if they get the Purdue game or if they get, like, one upset. You're, yeah. It's hard to, it's hard to like, rec- – I want the over, but it's hard to recommend it when your team has to get, like, multiple upsets that to, that's, in order to that's, even scratch it. That's the problem, and a lot of their comparable games are on the road. Like we said, Purdue, uh, you could even make an argument. Cal – I think Cal's a little ahead of them, but, you know, it's close. Colorado, same thing, you yep. know. It's like all the teams that they would like be competitive against, they have to travel, and that sucks. Exactly. If you want it on a positive note for Beaver Nation, all the Beavers out there watching us right now, stay the course with Jonathan Smith. He's going the right direction. Just stay the course. What you want as an Oregon State fan is you want them to kind of go into Washington, Utah, the Oregon State, the USC's, and just be competitive. Yes. That's what you want to see this year. Have- and you have Washington and Utah at home and Arizona State at home. You know, play those teams tough. That's that's really the grading scale with, with what you're going with this year. It's not going to be pretty record-wise, but be competitive. Mm-hmm. Up next, we have Colorado with a win total set at four and a half wins. This team was pretty good in 2020. They had They had one of those weird good COVID years. Yeah, they had like the strangest thing ever happen where they should have been in the game, you know, the Pac-12 championship, and then – just COVID happened and Carl Durrell's squad didn't get to go. So this team has a lot coming back. They have Alex Fontenot returning. He was their leading rusher in 2019. And then Jarek Broussard ran for 900 yards and five TDs last year in six games. They got LaVishka Chenault's little brother, Levante mm-hmm. Chenault, back. They should be starting. It looks like they're going to go a freshman QB. His name's Brennan Lewis. He's a dual-threat quarterback. So – this defense is pretty stall- solid. I think the offense could be competitive. I like this team. It's again, it's just a tough schedule. I think it. I think what all the all that Colorado all their season comes down to is how well the quarterback plays. That's, I agree. If he plays even decent, they'll probably be like a bowl team. Yeah, there's a lot riding on this freshman quarterback, and we would get into the schedule. It's it's a tall ask. They they get a nice uh, they get a nice tune up with Northern Colorado to start with. Yeah, there you go, and that's a win. But the rest of this out of conference, man, Texas A&M and Minnesota. That's what, I mean, Colorado, what are you doing? You're in the Pac-12. You play nine conference games. 
why the hell are those your two two of your three non-conference? That's ah, man, that's frustrating. Um, AM, I really wanted to give this one to Colorado because I hate the SEC. I hate AM. I hate Jimbo Fisher. It's in elevation, but AM did what the SEC does and they scheduled Kent and New Mexico around this game. I think AM is gonna squeak this one out in Denver. Yeah, and so the, there's that whole thing where like teams that have to travel west don't do very well when they play the Pac-12, and vice versa when the Pac-12 has to travel east. Colorado isn't that far west. They're not like the the California schools. They're not these Oregon schools. That's not nearly as bad. Like A&M is used to playing Colorado from the Big 12 days. Right, right. You do throw in the elevation. I mean, maybe that's enough to, to trip you up, but – yeah, I don't like this spot for Colorado. It's enough to for maybe to like maybe take Colorado on the spread, depending on what it is, but I don't see him winning. Well, and also remember, Calamond is gone for AM, so you do have a new freshman coming into town there. So I think that could be a bonus for AM, honestly. <laughs> it really could be. I was not a Calamond guy, but at least he had experience like 10 years of it. And Minnesota, I'm also I'm pretty high on Minnesota too. And that's I think that, that game will probably will be more competitive, but I gotta, favor the, I gotta favor the Gophers. Yeah, I'm I'm the same exact way, especially with Minnesota opening up at Ohio State. If they win that game, man, Minnesota's oh, gonna right. go on a tear. God, they'll be going on a tear. If that happens, holy shit, watch out. After that rough out of conference slate, they get at Arizona State and then USC before the bye week. Yeah, I got them losing to Zona State. I have them beating USC. USC has Utah the week after. I think they're going to be kind of primed up for that game. And also you have the revenge factor of Colorado was supposed to play USC last year and they got chipped out of it. I think Colorado is hyped up for that game. I think they get the win. I'm going to give them two L's right here. I think USC is just going to be too much for them. Also very possible. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, it's, that's a tough one to go with. After the bye week, though, they get Arizona. That's a win. That's nice. That's nice. And then, ah, rough. Back-to-back away games at Cal and at Oregon. Yeah, that's a terrible stretch. Two losses. That's a rough stretch. Then Oregon State right after. I do have them beating Oregon State at home. Uh, Yeah, I'll give them the win. I'll give them the win over Oregon State there. Then at UCLA, Washington at home, and at Utah to end the season. Yeah, what a brutal end of the season. Tough stretch. I got three L's. I got three losses as well. This is another similar thing that the schools that they can like are competitive with. Like I'd put Colorado generally around like an Arizona state, a Cal level. They get them both on the road, which sucks. I know that really does suck. They're not not doing themselves any favors with this out of conference. No, this this frigging schedule is brutal. So I got them on the under. I'm not comfortable with it, but it's definitely an under in my book under for me as well like they i could see them upsetting like a usc or i could see them beating cal or maybe ucla if ucla if the rails are completely off at ucla by the end of the season yeah but when you're throwing in these when you're throwing in these hypotheticals i gotta go under too yep agreed now we're going to me this is probably my favorite pac-12 team i I have an affinity for Cal, for Berkeley. I've been to the campus a bunch of times. Love Berkeley. I love the area. This, I, it's, The over-under is set at six. I just want to say over. I want to yeah, say. This is, uh, this is my favorite little team to watch out there in the Pac-12 as well recently. Uh, Justin they play Wilcox. defense. 
They play yes. defense. Yes, it's exactly what we were talking about before. They are the new Stanford of the Pac-12. Justin Wilcox has this thing on the right track. They got eight starters back on offense, only four back on defense, but they were the 38th total defense last year. Justin Wilcox is just pounding the defense into this team. They haven't been lower than fourth in the conference in total defense since he came to town. And if Chase Garbers is healthy at quarterback for this team, they are going to be good. That is the bottom line. If they have Garbers, they are good. That's the That seems to be their whole scenario is if Garbers is healthy, this team can compete, I would say, for to like the Pac-12 North. Yes. If, and it, if he gets knocked out, they're just done, though. Exactly. And they also they have running back Christopher Brown Jr. He had 900 yards rushing in 2019. He was hurt and opted out of last year just to kind of protect them. So, yeah, they got four or five linemen, a good running back and Garber's healthy. This offense could finally catch up a little bit to the defense and get going. I, I like it. I like it a lot. They start the season off with Nevada at home. Oh, boy, watch out. Hey, they have they have Bill Musgrave as O coordinator too, by the way, which is really mm-hmm. interesting. That that is interesting. So yeah, Nevada at home. I am giving Cal the win there against Nevada at home. That's no gimme though. That is no. no gimme. It's not. <laughs> uh, after that, they get to go to TCU for a recreation of one of my favorite bowl games of the last ten years. <laughs> Yeah, this is going to be a really exciting game. I think this is a sleeper team from each of their respective conferences. I think they're two of the teams in each conference that could shake things up. Being at TCU, I'm going to give the edge to the Horn Frogs and give them the win. I got to favor the Horn Frogs here as well. Give me TCU. Sacramento State at home next. That's nice. That's always a good win. Yes, yes, good win. At Washington, after is a tr- is interesting because I don't know what Justin Wilcox has done, but they've been able to get Washington's number. It feels like. Yeah, I mean, and especially with Jimmy Lake there in Washington, it's going to be a very, very defensive. Like this game is going to be like seventeen to fifteen will be the total or the final. Mm-hmm. It's going to be weird and it's going to be low scoring. I give the edge to Washington there because I really like what that team's bringing around, but I would not be surprised at all for an upset. I got to favor Washington here as well. Washington State afterwards, however, I got to favor Cal. Yeah, and it's the second leg of a back-to-back road trip for Washington State. So, yep, Cal. After that, they get the bye week. After the bye week and some nice rest, they get to go to Oregon and face off against the Ducks. Yeah, and what do we know about Oregon is they always struggled with the Stanford of the Pac-12, which is now, in our opinion, Cal, right? But – Oregon does have the bye week before they play uh, Cal as well. So I am going to give the edge to Oregon. They have a lot of talent this year. Yeah, Oregon's just going to be too fucking good this year. I I want Cal to do it, but I got to favor Oregon. Agreed. Then a nice little home stretch of Colorado and Oregon State. Yeah, I got them getting two wins there. Two wins right there. Then at Arizona and USC at home. I have two wins there as well. I have them beating USC at home. I got two wins there as well. Then ending the season at Stanford at UCLA. And that's where I have them drop too. Man, I really want them to beat Stanford. I want that so fucking bad. Yeah, I do too. I got two coming off. Yeah, if if you give them the USC win, you almost can't give them the at Stanford game. You can't ever forget the emotional hangover game. Mm -hmm. It's it's rough. I I want them to win it so bad. I have them at seven wins. I have them at seven too. I'm I'm pretty comfortable on the over. 
I can so I can more realistically see them upsetting a UCLA, a Washington than I could see them dropping like a Colorado. Yeah, I mean, we talked about how Oregon always tr- struggled with Stanford. I mean, the big times that you're going to be remembering that are the Chip Kelly teams. Chip Kelly's the mm-hmm. coach of UCLA. I could totally see him struggling with Cal. So I could see it. Th- the way this team plays in comparison to the rest of the conference, they could they could catch anybody on any given week. Yeah, they play so drastically different to like all the other teams. Exactly. So I, I'm on the over. I'm comfortable with it. I think this team's sneaky. Mm-hmm. I'm right there with you. Up next, Washington State with a win total set at six. Can Nick Rolovich get this done? Man, I'm very, I'm very hopeful. I really like Nick Rolovich, and I like Washington State. I think Pullman's a Really cool home field advantage now that they're not the joke of the Pac-12 anymore. Thank mm-hmm. you very much, Mike Leach. Um, I I think six is a really tall order, though, for year two as head coach. And the schedule didn't really give me much to, to really feel like they're going to do it. So I guess we could get into it. But especially uh, their freshman quarterback, Jaden Delora, he was supposed to be the uh, captain of the ship this year. He got a DUI in the offseason, so he's not going to be the starter right away. They're going to be going with Jarrett Guarantano, the graduate oh, from Tennessee. Former he's- Tennessee. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna the, the jury's out on Guarantano. I maybe uh, getting some time away from Tennessee will do him some good. Yeah, hopefully. I wasn't too impressed with him there at Tennessee, but I traditionally hate all Tennessee quarterbacks, so there is that. I like Josh Dobbs. <laughs> I did like Josh Dobbs. <laughs> yeah, he just looks like the creative player in Madden before you actually do anything to him. And <laughs> that's exactly what he looks like to me. <laughs> he does a little bit. So Washington State, they get two wins, in my opinion, started out with, with Utah State and Portland State. I agree. Two cupcake wins there. I see in that. Then they get USC at home. Always nice to start with like a bunch of home games. I know. It is nice. I don't see them beating USC, though. I don't see them beating USC as well. And then a back-to-back away slate of at Utah and at Cal. Yeah, I got two more losses. Give them two losses there for me as well. Then Oregon State at home and Stanford at home. It is the second leg of a back-to-back road trip for Oregon State, so I have them uh, winning that one, but I have them losing to Stanford the week after. I have two wins right there for Washington State. BYU after that one. I got them beating BYU at home. I got them beating BYU as well. Then they get to play at Arizona. I have a loss there. Uh, I'll, look, I'll have them beating Arizona. Then a bye week. That's very nice. Then they get to play at Oregon. Oh, was that Arizona State before? It, yeah, it was Arizona State. That yeah. was my bad. That was my bad. I'm a dumb dumb. I'll have them losing to Arizona State. I'm <laughs> dumb. Then they get a bye week. Then at Oregon, Arizona, and at Washington to end the season. Yeah, I have them with uh, two losses there in that final stretch and beating Arizona in the middle of the two losses. I'm right there with you. I just think the the run and shoot is too similar to the air raid, and Jimmy Lake seems to have that kind of offense just down. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. Jimmy Lake is – he's kind of ready for anything. I love Jimmy Lake. Um, And also, the D last year against the run – they were 124th. There were a whole, only 127 teams. Yeah, you have to be better than that. So until I see that on paper, you know, I can't give you games against Washington. No way. I just can't. I'm right at six with this, and uh, I got to say probably under. 
Yeah, I'm at five. I, I, there's no way they go over six. I think as much as I like Rolovich, that's a that was a tall order. I'm I'm very surprised with that over under. I am as well. Moving right along, we got UCLA, a team I'm super high on with a win total set at seven. Yeah, man. I mean, it's the popular thing to do, right? Everybody hates Chip Kelly. He's an asshole. Nobody likes him. But you know what he is, is he's a really good coach. He's not a nice guy. I don't want him as my dad or my grandpa, but he's a, he's a good coach. I would take him as my football coach any day of the I think week. He's got – what's up? I think some people are kind of starting to, like, get out on him as a football coach, though, because – like people, like his Oregon time is so far in the past now. People just remember the Eagles days. They remember his NFL. They remember, and now just UCLA. He just hasn't been as successful. And you know, the Eagles days, they weren't wildly unsuccessful. Like everybody made him out to be. It's just you know, Peterson came in. He got he got the Super Bowl, but then look what happened. Like directly after, he's already gone. I don't know. I, I I think Chip Kelly is just such a rough personality to like, and sometimes he's too high on himself, thinks he's a little smarter than he actually is, but he is a brilliant football mind. He's got nine starters back on offense. That was the 20th scoring offense in the country mm-hmm. last year. Ten starters back on a very much improving defense. And as long as DTR, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, is healthy, this offense is going to be firing. They're going to be able to hang with anybody. And DTR could be a sneaky sleeper Heisman candidate. So watch out. If if he plays like he can play and he showed, he's shown some flashes, then yeah, I could definitely see it. I can see this team surprising a lot of people. They start the season off with Hawaii and LSU both at home before an early bye week. So here's what uh, our boy Chase was alluding to a little bit. They got Hawaii. It looks like a little bit of a look ahead spot with LSU coming to town next week, but it is the first game of the season. So I'm going to say, that they want to get it done, but it's going to be a little bit of a grinded out game. They're going to get the win over Hawaii. I think Hawaii covers the 17, but I really do not think LSU is going to be able to travel all the way across the country and win this game. I got UCLA starting off 2-0. I got them starting off 2-0 as well. Hawaii is going to keep this within a touchdown, in my opinion. It's going to test UCLA, which is something I think they need going into the season, and I think they show that. LSU coming all the way to Pasadena to start the season. It's it's not going to be great. And here's the funny thing, too, is it's not it's not going to be about the fans because I think LSU might honestly have more fans at the Rose Bowl than UCLA will, I, at least close to 50-50. Probably. It's not, it's not a crazy home environment at all for UCLA. But the, the teams in the SEC just physically – do not travel that well. <laughs> so I'm yeah, I'm going. I'm going UCLA. I'm very high on that upset. I love it. I like it a lot as well. After the bye week, they get Fresno State at home and then they get to travel to Stanford. I got two more wins. This is a good schedule right now we're seeing. And then Arizona State after that Stanford one and then back to back away at Arizona and at Washington. Yeah, I got to get in the Zona State win. I know Arizona State looks like they should be really, really good this year, but we don't know what's going on with the recruiting problems. So I am going to have UCLA pick up that win, especially being at home. And then you got Arizona. That's a cupcake. However, Washington, the second leg of the back-to-back road trip, and Washington is on a bye the week before they play UCLA. So that is a loss for me. That's a triple whammy for me. You play a super tough team. You're playing them on the road. You're playing them on the back-to-back of a road-like slate. And then 
they get a bye week. That's just yeah. that's that's all the dominoes you don't want to see. Yeah, dude. After, Noah races. Yeah. After that, they get Oregon at home. I got them beating Oregon this year, and I am I am fucking confident in that. I think Chip Kelly is gonna beat that team this year. I'm I'm right there with you. I think Chip Kelly gets his Oregon game. He just he I don't know what it is, but I I just I'm confident this offense is gonna be lights out for that game. They're gonna get up for it for sure. Yes, absolutely. And then they get to go to Utah before the bye week. Yeah, coming off the big emotional Oregon win, I'm going to give them a loss at Utah. I'm giving them a loss there, too. After the bye week, they get Colorado at USC and Cal. I got them beating Colorado after the bye. I have them losing at USC, but that's on paper, man, because I really think this could be Chip Kelly's year to get that game right there. But it is on the road, so I gave them a loss to USC, and I'm beating Cal at home. I actually have them beating USC. Beating Colorado and beating Cal, they're gonna their emotional highs. The two emotional highs you want to hit as UCLA, they get them both. They go ten and two. I could see it, man. I either way you shake it. I got them nine and three. You got them ten and two. This is probably my favorite over in the conference. This is probably my favorite over in the conference as well. They're gonna go ten and two. They're gonna play in the Pac-12 championship, and UCLA and Chip Kelly will win the Pac-12 this year. If you put Chip Kelly in the Pac-12 championship, he's winning that game. There's no. He will avenge his loss against Washington in the Pac-12 championship. I, the only other, the only scenario I see this not happening is if Utah like clears out the Pac-12 South. Yeah, Utah's a dangerous team this year, that's, man. I, I, that's the one. That's the, that's the other one that I could see. That's the only one I see tripping him up. If they get the Utah game, if they beat Utah as well, they're they're winning the whole conference. Man, I know. I wish they didn't have to play all the toughest teams from that side of the conference. That's what sucks, but I, I, I don't know. I'm high on the team. I like them. I think DTR has unlimited yep. potential. This offense has has no ceiling to me. I'm right there with you. Next team up, USC with a win total set at eight and a half wins. I think yeah. USC can be pretty good this year. I think so, too. My big reservation is – I'm just not a Clay Helton guy. I think he's hung on. I think uh, kudos, kudos to USC for hanging on to a coach that everybody has wanted gone, and they just keep going with it. I, I really do respect them for that, especially when you know you look at Texas and they always bring in the big name because I think those two programs are so comparable for the last you know yep. recent recent history as far as everybody expects them to be good every single year, and they just can't really string it together, and they. You know, Texas keeps bringing in these huge hires name-wise, but they're not changing the program. I do respect what USC is doing with Clay Helton, trying it. I just don't think he's the guy. It's Yeah, I feel like Clay Helton was the guy to get you past, like, when you were bad. He's the, yes. guy, that, he's the guy that's going to make you, like, decent and, like, pretty good. Now you need to bring in the coach. He's like the stopgap. You need to bring in the coach that's going to make you, like, USC again. I mean, yeah, I mean, he saved face for, I mean, Sarkeesian was drunk on the sidelines and shit. Like, he he really did. Uh, he, got him, some, he got him a fucking Rose Bowl win. Yes, sir. Yes. Yeah, he's brought him back to respectability. He's been recruiting, you know, at, at a decent level. I I, I like him. I, I think he's I think he's going to be a good coach after he leaves, leaves USC, gets to a manageable program. I think he's going to be a really respectable coach. For a long time. I just don't think this is the team, but I, I I like him being there. I like that they've given him this much time. 
I will say I'm that. With you. I'm with you there. They start the season off with San Jose State and Stanford both at home. Yeah, I got two wins. Got two wins as well there than at Washington State and Oregon State. Yeah, I got them starting off 4-0. 4-0, pretty easy at Utah. Sorry, at Colorado and then Utah. Yeah, I got them losing that Colorado game, just looking ahead a little bit to Utah. They're 4-0. They're smelling themselves. And then you drop a game to a really better-than-they-are record-wise Colorado team on the road at elevation. I like Colorado there, but I do have them beating Utah at home the week after. Um. I have them going 6-0 and into the bye week because I don't know what it is. USC seems to always get some bullshit that goes for them when they play Utah. Like they, that, there are, there are so many times they don't deserve to win these games and they just pull it out. That is true. I mean, my, my thing with Utah is always going to be, I think they're always with the USC's, the Oregon's, whoever it is. I think they're always right there, not on a talent standpoint. They're always a step behind those teams. But Kyle Whittingham puts him on field. He's such a good coach. He's, a good coach. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's one of the best in the whole NCAA. There's no question. And he's always has his teams right on that level. It's just to me, it comes down to, okay, does USC play Utah at home or do they play USC on the road? On the road, okay, I'm giving the game to USC. That's It's just kind of how it works out. I mean, sometimes they get the road win, but their home field advantage is where they really, really take the cake as far as when it comes to playing those USC's and Oregon's. I just USC, I don't know what it is. I'm just going to say it's the magic juju bullshit of USC versus Utah. They just always seem to win this game, no matter whether they deserve it or not. So I'm giving them the win. Then they get the bye week, and then they get to go to Notre Dame. Yeah, I have them beating Notre Dame this year. Mm -hmm. I got them beating Notre Dame as well. After that, they get Arizona at home. I got a win. Win there, then at Arizona State and at Cal back to back. Now I am going to say this: Arizona State. I am I am trying to judge them on the basis of as things stand now, where it looks like they are an extremely talented, good team with a lot a, a lot going for them, and Herm Edwards as head coach. So I am going to give the win to Arizona State at home on that one. Arizona State should have beat USC last year. They faltered at the end. Got a little crazy. They ended up losing. I think it's a big revenge spot for Arizona State. They get the win. And then I have Wilcox catching them on the second leg of that back-to-back. So I have a I'm right both. there with you. I am right there with you. They're going to lose both these games. Then they get UCLA and BYU at home. I got them getting both wins at the end of the year. I have them losing to UCLA, and I got them beating BYU. So I have them 9-3, and three, and I'm pretty comfortable on that over as well. I, I like it. I got them nine and three as well, and I'm pretty darn comfortable on this over as well. I could easily see USC like they if if the cards fall right for USC, they could be like positioning themselves for a playoff run. I agree. I I think I think that's the expectation this year. Honestly, I I think the expectation is for USC. It's it's no less than winning the conference, but I think you need to start seeing that team be a playoff contender, or you know it's going to get dark there for Clay Helton real fast. I agree. We've been talking about them all podcast so far. It's the Utah Utes, the Utes themselves with a win total set at eight and a half. God, Kyle yes. Whittingham is such a good fun coach. I know, man. Kyle Whittingham just year after year after year doing it. Um, always a little gimmicky. Here's the here's here's the thing I'm kind of worried about. I, 
I don't know which way it makes me go, honestly. They have brought in quarterback transfer from Baylor, Charlie Brewer, this year, which is like it's so rare for them. I mean, Charlie Brewer is not a mobile guy. Typically, Utah has a mobile quarterback. They run a lot of goofy offenses. With, uh, it's completely run dominant. So you want to say like, oh, Utah with a passing quarterback, a true passer, uh, that's exciting. Like that, that's got to put them over the over the crest, right? But I don't know, I don't know what that offense looks like. I mean, do you just solely focus on the running backs and, and not do any of the of the read option stuff with your quarterback? I, I don't know. So it's gonna be interesting. I'm always high on Kyle Whittingham. I'm always high on Utah. They have one of the best home field advantages in the conference. They got 10 starters back on offense, eight starters back on defense. I like this team, so let's do it. I like this team, too. They start off with Weber State, Weber State at home. Yeah, I got to win. Win right there. At BYU, at San Diego State, right after that. God, the Holy War, one of the best. (laughs) I love that they played this rivalry game, like, so early in the season. I do, too. It's, It's something to look forward to early in the season every single year. And the game never disappoints, no matter how big the the difference in talent is between these two teams. So I got Utah taking both of those games on the on the back to back road trip. Is it is San Diego State at home? Ah, I, I thought it was on the road. Yeah, it's on the road. Had, back to, yep, yeah, that's back to back away. Yep. Oof. That, but I I do have them winning both. I have them winning both, and I'll you'll see uh, later in this uh, in their schedule as well. They're they have two sets of back-to-back away games, but you couldn't ask for better sets of back-to-back away games. Agreed. I agree. So after that, they get Washington State at home before the bye week. I got them winning. Got them winning that one. Then they get to play USC. Uh, I, got them, I got them losing the USC on the road and beating Arizona State at home. I'm right there with you. I got them losing the USC and beating Arizona State after that. At Oregon State and UCLA at home. Yeah, I got them winning both of those as well. I'm winning both of those ones. And then a back-to-back away slate of at Stanford at Arizona. Yeah, coming off the, the win over UCLA, I am going to have them drop to Stanford, although this is a really easy back-to-back stretch. I got them beating Zona. I, what is wrong with me? I have them beating Zona as well, and then they play Oregon and Colorado both at home. I got them beating both of those teams too. I do too. Am I? I have uh, Utah at eleven and one. <laughs> I got them at ten and two, man. I mean, very comfortable over. And and this team, this team could potentially, if the Charlie Brewer experiment works out, I, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to give you my my like big bold prediction. If Charlie Brewer works out in this offense, if Whittingham uses it appropriately. I'm saying that this is a playoff team, and Charlie Brewer is at the Heisman ceremony at the very least. Yeah, I think that's the thing with this team. You're kind of banking on Charlie Brewer being good. Yes, it's not exactly. great. And that's I mean, that's what. Showed, he, yeah, he, he showed, showed it a favor. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. That's that's so tough. I love man, this conference is so competitive. I fucking I like the Pac 12. I hate that people throw so much shade on this conference. It's so fun. East Coast bias, brother. People love it. I, I, I love this conference. I love it too. Up next, we got Washington with a win total set at nine. Kind of like that. Always nice. That seems like a number I want to say over, but there's a lot of unknowns with Washington. 
There is, man. I really like Jimmy Lake on this team, though. I I like what he's doing there. I like that he's defensive-minded, ground and pound. Uh, I think this whole team is going to come down to the quarterback battle. They have a sophomore, Dylan Morris, who's like – he's a game manager, and they're very, very high on him. But as far as a game manager, he threw four, four interceptions to five touchdowns. Like, to me, a game manager doesn't make mistakes. So I don't know why they're so high on him. They brought in their highest-rated quarterback recruit ever this offseason. His name is Sam Heward. He is Brock Heward's nephew. To me, I'm not that guy. I'm not the guy that, oh, listen to the fans, and we want the freshman, we want the rookie, whatever. This In this case, this scenario, I am on starting Sam Heward. I want to yeah. see him start. That would be awesome. They get a nice little uh, cupcake. Now I don't want to say cupcake because they're a good FCS, but they get Montana at home to start the season. Yeah, I have them winning that. Then they're going to go travel all the way across the country to Michigan. You know, man, I, I sat there and, and I was toying around and I was going back and forth in my own head and I just decided I'm fucking done. Jim Harbaugh sucks. Michigan sucks. Washington wins this game. I don't fucking care anymore. He sucks. So I, he sucks. <laughs> I have the opposite take of that. This is Jim Harbaugh's year. He's got the nice contract. <laughs> he's, it's his time to finally put up or shut up. This is it. This is the year. This this is all he has. This is it. His legacy at Michigan is this year, and he knows that. And I think that lights a fire under him like he doesn't know. And I'll tell he, you what. It, it would go exactly with my luck for me to finally, finally start fading Michigan, finally stop saying every week, this team can't suck this bad. They have to be able to hang with this team. And then he finally turns it around when I fucking jump off. It would be my luck. But this I'm is the first it. year. This is the first year I've had faith in Michigan. This is the first year, and fucking, I don't know what is it, what it is in my brain that thinks. I just think this is it. This is his legacy is on the line, and he seems like the kind of guy that just like will step up. I don't know. I, don't know. I also the, for this game in particular, I gotta say Michigan just because the, the travel does hurt. I these teams to me are like comparable. They're in like a similar. Like skill level, Washington is probably in a better spot, but their new coach traveling all the way. I, I, I got to favor Michigan with the win. I mean, when you're talking on field talent, Michigan should have the, the they talent the team. It should be no question, you know. But I, I'm just I'm I'm finally doing it. I'm finally just going with my gut and looking at two teams and seeing what they've done. And I'm going Jimmy Lake and the Washington Huskies. I respect that. You got them 2-0. and I got them 1-1. After that, they get Arkansas State and Cal both at home. I got two wins. I got two wins as well there at Oregon State right before the bye week. I got another win. Another win there. And then after the bye week, UCLA at home, and then a back-to-back away slate of at Arizona and at Stanford. Yeah, we talked about it. That's the second leg of a back-to-back road trip for UCLA, so I do have Washington beating them. I have uh, Washington beating Arizona at Arizona, but then losing to Stanford in the second leg of the back-to-back with a look ahead at Oregon. I have them winning all three of those games leading up to Oregon, and then I have them dropping to Oregon. (laughs) I have them beating Oregon. There you go. I like that. And then Arizona State at home at Colorado and Washington State to end out the season. I have them winning all three. I have the team going 11-1. and I had the team going 10 and 2. Good year for Washington. Yeah, so you and I flip-flopped Utah and Washington. You have uh Utah 11 and 1. I have Washington 11 and 1. So Yeah, I, 
Yeah, I, I mean, the, both those teams I feel like would be really good. I, I, I agree. So, in my opinion, it's either going to be Washington or Oregon from the north, and it's either going to be U- Utah's in the south, right? Yes. Okay, it's either going to be Utah or UCLA from the south, Washington or Oregon from the north. Yeah, yeah. I, I could totally see it going that way. God, I could see USC like Hello. just getting in fucked. I guess we'll save it for the big uh, conference breakdown preview show, huh? Damn right. Well, coming up literally, what is that, a week from now? Yes, sir. Yes, it is. A big one. A week from today. Let's just talk about that for before we get to the last two teams. Ooh, are, are we going to tease it? Or are we going to go we'll full board and give them, give them everything? We'll, we'll, we'll tease a little bit. It's, uh, it's, so we're gonna be, I'm just going to say right now, we're going to be breaking down all our favorite futures and our favorite win totals and a couple of hot takes and so and so and there might be some special guests going on. So Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a good that's a good way to put it. Yeah, there might be a cool person or two. Whatever. There might be there might be a couple other people. <laughs> Up next, Arizona State with a win total set at nine. Man, this, this is a hard this one. Is a, <laughs> this is hard just because we don't know what the team like. I'm just gonna okay, I'm just gonna say it. They're going to say, fuck the NCAA, and they're just going to go forward, and Herm is going to coach, and everything's going to be semi-normal this year. They're going to wait till after the season to do any, like, like uh, corrective stuff. They're starting to pick up steam on it a little bit. Like, now they have a third assistant coach with the team has been put on administrative leave. So it's it's starting to pick up steam a little bit. But I am actually kind of on board with you because I think – the kind of the what I keep finding and, and the word around that program actually seems to be that Herm Edwards is more of kind of like a face and a recruiter, and it is actually the defensive coordinator Antonio Pierce that is more of like the actual backbone coach of that team. So I think with that scenario, even if you end up losing Herm Edwards, as long as you keep this extremely, extremely talented team intact. I think they could still be good, and Antonio Pierce keeps the ships sailing straight. I think they have a decent year either way. So they start the season off with Southern Utah and UNLV both at home. Yeah, I got two wins. Two wins right there. Then they get to go to BYU. Got a win there as well. Same here. Colorado at home win at UCLA is a tricky one. Yeah, I have them losing at UCLA. I'm going to favor Chip Kelly. My favorite Chip Kelly in that one, too. Then Stanford at home and at Utah before the bye week. I got them beating Stanford but losing at Utah. I am right there with you. After the bye week, Washington State, USC, and Washington all at home. I got wins against Washington State and USC but losing at Washington. I have that as well. Then they get at Oregon State and Arizona at home to finish off the season. I have two wins. I have two wins as well. I think I only had them dropping three games. Yeah, same here. I have them at nine and three, which is exactly at the Vegas number. Fantastic. Uh, Vegas <laughs> it right there. I I think I would have to go under. I, I think you have to lean under with everything going on there. I, I don't think you can comfortably go over on this one until we know what the hell's going on. <laughs> yeah, because I could – if something like the if the rails start to fall off, USC can win this one pretty easily. Uh, Colorado could get them. Stanford, yeah. maybe it, it, you could. Yeah, there's some yeah. weird stuff. Oregon State is a weird spot at the end of the season playing in Corvallis. 
Yeah, yes. Yeah, on the second leg of a back-to-back, too. Yeah. Interesting. Very, very interesting. Last team of the Pac-12, the Oregon Ducks, with a win total set at nine. Yeah, man. Mario Cristobal has been recruiting like a motherfucker at this school. He has been crushing it. But here's the thing is it is time for us to all know if Mario Cristobal is a good coach or not as far as actually coaching football, not just recruiting. I'm not so sure he is. So over under nine, we'll see what you got. But I don't know if I'm sold. So we, we, we do know he's a great recruiter. It's just to me, if you're going to be a great recruiter, if you're going to be this Mario Cristobal type, you just have to nail these assistant hires. You have to nail your offensive and defensive coordinators. And I think he has, honestly. Yeah, I mean, now you got Joe Moorhead, and he's getting an actual year to yep. get this offense you know, into his system. And Joe Moorhead did a hell of a job at Penn State. But then again, I mean, what coordinator, what offensive coordinator doesn't do a good job at Penn State? So there is that side of things. Um, I don't know, but I think I think the experience with Joe Moorhead, I, I think the reality check he had at Mississippi State, I think he will be able to be in the back pocket of Mario Cristobal, giving him advice as a head coach in a way as to not step on his toes. I think it's a good situation. I think that's a good spot too. So they start the season off with Fresno State at home. That's nice. A That's a win right there. Then they get to travel all the way to Columbus playing Ohio State. That's rough. I will say this. That's a Ohio- good spot to get Ohio State. That's a good time to get yes. them. I would have loved to see Ohio State having to travel to Eugene. Yeah, well, COVID ruined that for us. So yep. <laughs> typical Ohio State, Ohio State luck. The ball will always bounce their way. I'm telling you, I hate that team. The only thing I hate in sports, as much as I hate the Ohio State Buckeyes, is LeBron James. It's it's 1A, 1B. I hate those two things so fucking much. <laughs> but um, to me, this entire game comes down to did Ohio State beat Michigan or uh, Minnesota week one? If they lost to Minnesota week one, I am taking the Ducks. I don't know that a freshman quarterback can bounce back after that loss against a team as talented and with as much pressure that is going to be coming off the edge with Kayvon Thibodeau, which is like a Chase Young-style edge rusher who can impact every single game, it's a tricky spot. If OSU loses to Minnesota, I'm on Oregon. But on this paper, I have a loss for Oregon. I have a loss as well. It's solely based – I think these teams are – this is the when you want to get Ohio State is early. But the travel, I think, is the big thing. Oregon just – like when they went to Auburn – I, they were they showed they were the better team the entire time. Mm-hmm. They still lose the game though, and I think you can see that scenario happening. Oregon could be playing super well; they could be competitive with Ohio State, but the travel is just the one factor that flips it to the Buckeyes' favor. And there's two things that you're always going to go in a close game. Okay, who's the coach? Mario Chris, Cristobal, Ryan Day. I would say Ryan Day has the edge, and then the quarterbacks. Anthony Brown is a transfer from Boston College. This is just kind of a bridge quarterback. Tyler Show was the quarterback last year for the uh, Pac-12 championship winning Ducks, and he transferred out. So, uh, I'm going to – yeah, just the edge to the Buckeyes. After that, they get a nice little three-game stretch of Stony Brook at home, Arizona at home, and then at Stanford before the bye week. Yeah, I got three wins. Got three wins there as well. After the bye week, they get Cal at home and at UCLA. I haven't beaten Cal. That's a dangerous game, but I haven't beaten Cal. 
but I have him losing to Chip Kelly. Chip Kelly gets this one this year. I'm confident. I got him losing to UCLA and beating Cal as well. After that Cal loss, they get Colorado at home. I got a win, win there. Yep. And they finish off the season at Washington, Washington State, at Utah, and Oregon State. Yeah, I mean, that's a tough, brutal stretch. I have them winning the two games at home that they should win, Washington State and Oregon State. But I have them losing on the road to both Washington and Utah. I, uh, I kind of want to give all of these wins to Oregon. I mean, Vegas apparently does too with a, a total of nine because I'm, I'm at eight and four, man. I'm definitely hey, – I'm on the over. I'm on the under. I'm going to say uh, – I got it at ten and two. Well, no. 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 They lose to Utah. <laughs> Nine and three, under. Nine and three. That's fair enough, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm leaning under. I, these road games, they're just – they're brutal. I mean, Stanford, okay, that's manageable. But OSU, UCLA, Washington, and Utah, that is a terrible, terrible draw for road games. Yeah, your toughest games are all on the road. That that sucks. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not taking an over-under where I have to win ten games where your toughest games are on the road. It's, that's terrible. It's a terrible setup. Yeah, give me the under on the Oregon Ducks win total. My man, do you have a favorite? And I think I think we might have the same favorite. Yeah, it's UCLA, man. I'm high on it. Chip Kelly, over seven wins. There's no way it doesn't happen. I could totally see him win the conference. Check to your future bets for uh, uh, UCLA winning the Pac-12. XFL Jim gave it to you. I can go ahead and put a stamp of confidence that it could be a thing. It's my favorite over for sure. Love the UCLA over. They're 12 to 1 to win the Pac 12. Not bad at all. Not bad, but fucking check this one. Utah, 14 to 1. I like that much better. <laughs> I like that way better. Yeah, you, I'm yeah. actually I'm on that. <laughs> yeah, give me that. Yeah, just scratch that. My favorite is Cal over six. I think this team can be extremely competitive, and if a couple things break the right way, Cal could be representing the North in the Pac-12 championship game. Dude, what's their future? Ooh, that's a good fucking question. Let's see, Cal. Plus 4,000. Ooh, that's not to bad. Win the, which means you got to – I'm not going to dive super deep right now, but you got to figure if they're plus – if they're 40 to 1 to win the conference, they got to be pretty good odds to win the North. Yeah, I agree, which makes it sound like uh, – what was their over-under? Six? Six. That's That's got to be a cakewalk then. I'm going to smash that over. I'm going to smash that yes. over. That's my favorite play. That's my favorite one. Love the UCLA play. My man, the Gulf Coast guru himself, where can the people find you? Dude, they can find me, as always, on Twitter at 32CourtVision, where I am always down to take your questions, comments, concerns, whatever you got to throw my way. And, of course, follow me on the one, the only, the great, better than dot Vegas. I am Gulf Coast Guru on there, as I am everywhere. Um, daily content, college football, Fast Fives, I give you five things to look at. For the upcoming season, which we are like two and a half weeks away from, man. So get on there, start checking that out. That's all oh, I got. Yeah. 
Give that a shout out. His Twitter is an amazing follow. The Fast Fives are beautiful. They're so informational. Love that shit. I'm XFL Jim. You guys know where to find me. Twitter at XFL Jim. Instagram at XFL Jim. YouTube XFL Jim. I am everywhere. I am all encompassing on the internet. I got uh, CFL Jim doing his hashtag CFL certified. I got hashtag garage certified coming back with college football and NFL coming back. And I'm also on better than Vegas, better than dot Vegas. And you know what? I'm coming at you this week. I'm just going to say it right now. It's going to be the parlay of all parlays. Ooh. It's fucking happening. That's it's exciting. Gonna it's going to be fucking super exciting. Can't wait. And before I leave you guys off with this podcast, you want your face to look like mine. And by your face, I mean your your, your downstairs face, your balls, your gooch and whatnot. Go over to Manscaped. They're helping the show out. Go there, get the lawnmower 4.0, and use promo code XFL at checkout for 20% off and free shipping. Thank you, Manscaped. That'll do it for the Pac-12 win total podcast, the Gymnasium Tailgate. Thank you all for listening. Go subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Overcast, Spotify. We are everywhere. Love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. Peace out. And we are out of here.